Greetings, Dr. Beckett. Welcome to the Quantum Leap Podcast. Theorizing that one could time travel within his own lifetime, Dr. Sam Beckett stepped into the Quantum Leap Accelerator and vanished. He awoke to find himself trapped in the past, facing mirror images that were not his own, and driven by an unknown force to change history for the better. His only guide on this journey is Al, an observer from his own time, who appears in the form of a hologram that only Sam can see and hear. And so Dr. Beckett finds himself leaping from life to life, striving to put right what once went wrong, and hoping each time that his next leap will be the leap home. Howdy, partner. You're listening to the Quantum Leap Podcast. This is episode 105, Reboot Roundup. Yeehaw! Hey, everyone. Chris here, and welcome to the Quantum Leap Podcast and this shameless exercise in cross-promotion. We've been talking a lot lately about our YouTube channel and all the new content that Albie has been spearheading over there. That's at youtube.com slash the Quantum Leap Podcast. So go there and subscribe as it features content that you won't find anywhere else. Speaking of which, what you're about to hear is from a video that Albie just posted where he talks to Matt, Allison, and me about everything that we know about the reboot so far. Now, for you regular podcast listeners, please keep in mind that the video was aimed at a YouTube audience which potentially knows nothing about the reboot or even that there is a Quantum Leap podcast. So if there's a slight rehashing of some stuff that we've already talked about, that's why. And if you're one of those new listeners coming to us from YouTube, welcome. Also, we recorded this before we spoke to Deborah Pratt, but we released the Deborah interview first because, look, if you have a Quantum Leap podcast and Deborah Pratt appears on your Quantum Leap podcast, you prioritize the episode where Deborah Pratt appears on your Quantum Leap podcast, which is a long way of saying that Deborah may have confirmed or expanded on some of the stuff we speculate on here. More on that later. But rest assured, we also touch base on a bunch of new stuff that we haven't covered yet. And I'm sure you loyal listeners out there will enjoy all the juicy deets. Which brings us to spoilers. This show features some very mild spoilers. There's nothing that we think will ruin the pilot for anyone, but your spoiler tolerance may vary. So proceed accordingly. Now that we have all that sorted, on with the show. And welcome to this special brought to you by the Quantum Leap Podcast. I'm Albie. Joining me today is the author of the Quantum Leap novel, Foreknowledge. <laughs> and show, showrunner and host of the Quantum Leap Podcast, my friend, Christopher DeFilippis. Oh, good to be here. <laughs> I, I don't have my copy handy. <laughs> I feel like I've failed. Also joining me today is Internet Personality host of the Quantum Leap podcast, and the owner of the world's only known dryer lint portrait of Dean Stockwell, Allison Pregler. 
Hi, I don't have it handy. I can't hold it up for everyone. But. <laughs> and also joining us today is the creator of QuantumLeapInfo.net, the man who literally wrote the book on Quantum Leap, Beyond the Mirror Image, The Observer's Guide to Quantum Leap, Dr. Quantum Leap himself, Matt Dale. Bless Matt you. Dale, how you doing? You. I'm good. How are you doing? All right. That's Man everybody. Of the hour. Yay. And congratulations on your promotion to Dr. Matt. Yes, Dr. Quantum Leap. <laughs> if anybody's Dr. Quantum Leap, it would be Matt Dale. Yeah. Oh, thank um, you. And then, uh, so welcome everybody to what you hear. This is our special. We're looking at all the info that has leaked out from uh, the new version of Quantum Leap. Uh, the reboot, uh, everything we know and don't know, things we think we know. Some of us know more than others. Some of us can't say things. Matt, why don't you start yeah. us off? Uh, tell us a little bit about the upcoming uh, reboot of Quantum Leap for people who've never heard about it before. And this is their first time uh, hearing about it. So, yeah, we, we've got we've got a pilot on the way. There's a pilot that's being filmed, guys. This is amazing. Um so, yeah, I mean, we're, we're going to get into the detail throughout this show, I guess. But, um, yeah, a pilot's been filmed. No series order yet, but we've all got our fingers crossed. Um, it, it is very much a, a sequel. Um, it's it's going to be set in the same timeline, the same continuity, uh, but with a whole new cast of characters. It's kind of a quantum leap, the next generation, um, with Deborah Pratt and, and Donald Belisario executive producing, but a, a new team of writers looking after it. Um, it, it's all very cool, quite shrouded in mystery at the moment, but typically with anything that has location filming, loads of bits and pieces leaking out there, which we're going to be um, putting together uh, in this in this recording. We are very lucky uh, for those people spying on the production. It made me think, yeah. oh, man, we should have went up there and uh, did some spying mm. ourselves. I didn't know they were going to be out in the open. I thought they were going to be in the studio uh, back lots, you know, security, and we'd have to like scale fences or, you know, dress up <laughs> in funny uh, Keystone cop outfits with mustaches to get in. Mission and, Impossible and we're not those style. Guys, the other we guys. can do that anyway. Uh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> Maybe if it goes to series, we'll see. Yeah. If we we can all sneak sneak on the lot. Um. All right. So it, it's a continuation, right? Not a reboot. Yeah. Okay. So they're going to acknowledge yeah, but, the uh, prior people. Yeah. I mean, the, the word reboot is getting used a, a lot. It's, the word reboot has been in all of the press releases, and it's it's kind of terrifying a lot of the people out there in, in Internet land that haven't been following it that closely because uh, the production team are calling it a reboot because it's been off the air for so long and it's coming back. And okay. a lot of people will say that's not technically a reboot, but that's what it's being called. But, yeah, to you, to you and me, it's not a reboot. It's a, it is a sequel show. Uh, what is that? A requel or something? They came up with a word for that recently. That's like a sequel reboot combined. I don't know. Yeah, wasn't that in uh, the, uh, the the latest Scream movie? I think that's. Oh, is that's that what it was? Yes, came. yes. Well, that's where I first heard it. Scream Five. That's where I heard it. Yeah. I don't like uh, that term at all. Requel. It's not I, pleasant I was to say. <laughs> it was a good I was movie. Watching them talk about that that's in good. the film about how, like, you know. Fans feel like they've got an ownership mm -hmm. over something, and they hate it when when a, a sequel comes out and it's terrible. And I was just sitting there thinking, yeah, "This is this this, this could be <laughs> part of Quantum Leap fandom in a few months." So hopefully, one of us don't doesn't go around killing people on the new requel. Let's, let's try not to know. do that. <laughs> did, That'll did, be the plot you know, of an episode. <laughs> did you know who the killer was, Matt? It kind of surprised me. 
Did you guys see uh, uh, Scream 5? Is it 5? Mm-hmm. Not yet. I Eventually I'll see it. I like yeah. all the other ones. The twist surprised good. me. I thought it was, yeah, okay. it was good. It was good. I enjoyed it. I really did. Good acting in this one. I was I was surprised. Yeah. Uh, Christopher DeFilippis. What do yes, you hear? Yes, that's me. What do I hear about what? The, the requel <laughs> quantum leap i have total requel let me tell you yeah um, we'll start off with you and then we'll we'll end with matt dale because he knows everything no here's here's what i know i know what what matt just said um i think that um matt and alice and i've been going back and forth ever since the news broke and um as you know we've done a couple of shows um regarding uh on the podcast proper regarding what information's come out especially when they got the character list and then the um the actors that were playing the characters were confirmed. Um, up until that point, um, I told Matt that from now on, I basically want to be like a kid on Christmas morning when this thing mm-hmm. comes out. I don't want to really know anything about it. And um, I, as you can't help these days, though, I mean, we have patrons. Uh, one of them took, uh, I think it's, um, who plays Ben again? Forgive me. Uh, Raymond uh, Lee. I'm looking at you, Matt Dale. Hmm? Uh, hmm? It's Raymond Lee is who plays Ben. Raymond Lee. Okay. Thank One you. of them took a, a picture of Raymond's Raymond's script that he posted on, I guess it was on Twitter or Instagram or something. Yeah. And he tweaked this the levels amazing. so that you could actually see the the script, the first page of the script on the back half. <laughs> and so, I mean, so I saw that. So I saw, okay, well, I know, I guess, where the opening scene is going to be unless that changes. Um, and there are a couple other things that I think that we're going to mention tonight that are not really hugely spoilery. Mm-hmm. But um, it, as long as it's not substantive, as long as, like, mm-hmm. there's not, like, a... a, like, a <laughs> I I think of like when I went to go see um God damn it, why am I blanking on that stupid Bruce Willis movie? I'm usually Hudson much more Hawk. good than this. <laughs> That's it. When I went to see Hudson Hawk and there was that huge twist that, in the middle. And I thought that because everybody knows what I'm talking about. But Sixth you know, sense. Sixth sense. If it's like if there's like a sixth sense thing, I don't want to know about it. If there's okay, like, yeah, that makes like, sense. like something that's like pivotal plot stuff that's like like thrilling and gripping, I don't want to know about it. I want to be surprised. I don't want to well, go in knowing beat for beat for beat what's going to happen. Yeah. Well, you were in uh, television news production for a while, right? Isn't that kind of like the curse of being one of the people that report on things is having to know it all and uh, even things you don't want to know and you know things you can talk about, things you can't. Oh yeah, but I mean that's that's different. I mean, if you're interviewing some somebody and something's off the record, this would be mm-hmm. like if Matt would be in that situation with me here. Mm-hmm. Um, like he, he hasn't knows. told me anything off the record, as far as I know. But he's read the script, so he can be circumspect about what he says and what he doesn't mm-hmm. says. Mm-hmm. Doesn't says. I'm sorry, I'm a little distracted because <laughs> Matt froze again, like he did yesterday, and he's just got oh, this adorable that- smile and he's holding a glass of wine. <laughs> it, it's cold in England. It's cold in England. <laughs> But anyway, um, that, that's more Matt's burden at this point. Mm-hmm. With me, it's just, you know, there are things that are off the record. There are things that you can source and not attribute, but you can talk about. And then there are things that you can quote people on. And But mm-hmm. that's just news. Who cares about that? I'm excited about mm-hmm. Quantum Leap. I was never excited about Yeah, this is much more important. Story. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Allison, 100%. Allison, what do you hear? I mean, I've been hearing a lot of stuff. Uh, I'm in the same boat as Chris, like... I just don't want to know, you know, beat for beat what's going to happen. Um, really, like, uh, 
substantial stuff about the plot. I don't care if I know like the setting of the leap. I don't think that's really going to like change the lore of quantum leap or what's going on there. I just don't want to know, you know, all this, the really big details, uh, which I don't know. And I think a lot of people don't know unless they've read the script and, and Matt's been pretty clear. He's not going to talk about things that aren't publicly known. Mm-hmm. Um, I've been following the, uh, the quantum leap hashtag on Twitter and um, there's one particular user and Matt's been sourcing them. He knows who it is that uh, has been hanging around Vancouver filming like mm. while they're doing some of the stuff um, on location, which uh, is pretty cool to see and, and doesn't really tell you a lot about what's going on other than the, the obvious plot of the leap. But um, mm. yeah, that's kind of what I've been following little bits and pieces. It's cool to see um, one of the showrunners. He's been, um, is it Stephen Lillian is the yeah, I think the he's the yeah, new writer too. He's like the Stephen head, head Lillian's guy. tweeted a little bit, and uh, Brian Wimbrand yeah, has he's just been... been on Instagram so much, sharing loads of completely irrelevant photos, which just makes you feel like you're there without <laughs> revealing anything. It's so great. Yeah, it's been cool to see them the both post, like, you know, yeah. just little bits and pieces, and then you're like, ooh, what's yeah. that? What's going on here? Hmm, try and solve mm-hmm. the mystery. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cool stuff. Now, now Matt. You you created quantumleapinfo.net and that has like yes. a beat by beat, uh, just a log of everything that we know publicly about Quantum Leap. I was going through that today. The videos on there from like different social media platforms, different yeah. pictures. Like how how do you, how do you get all that and put it together? So that that has just been um, weeks of trawling and monitoring. Yeah, mostly social media uh, to try and pick stuff up. And also there's a um, uh, the Directors Guild of Canada has a website that lists all the current in-production stuff uh, going on in Canada, which I've been keeping an eye on. There's Production Weekly, which is um, a subscription e-zine uh, that does something similar. So just, yeah, all kinds of places. <clears throat> and this um, the site started when Quantum Leap first appeared on the Directors Guild of Canada site and it listed the production dates and the studio, well, and the address of the production office. It didn't mention the studio. So from there, I was able to find out the studio. <laughs> and I created this page that was basically just a load of photos of this, the empty studio saying, this this is where it's going to be, um, because I was so excited. <laughs> I just, that, that was the only information that was out there. And it's, um, yeah, since then, it's just been a matter of pulling together all these these little threads of info popping up across the internet. And yeah, being careful not to reveal anything new, um, which is quite tough when you know, I've, I've read the script and I, it's it would be so easy to say, oh, okay, and this scene, I know what's going on there. Um, but just trying to say that this is the facts that are out there and here's a coherent way of displaying it. But it, yeah, the, everything everything that we know is there. It's been impressive, when- the stuff that you've managed to dig up. It's been really cool, like just like following what you're posting, like, ooh, this is good stuff. Now, I think the the, the most you... exciting leak that I had, or not not even leak, but the most exciting break that I had was um, a few hours before Mason Alexander Park was uh, announced. I saw that I, somebody had started following him. I think it was it was either Brian or Raymond. Somebody mm-hmm. had started following him on Instagram that day, and it's just like, hang on, mm-hmm. they're looking for a non-binary actor in their twenties, and suddenly one of them was linked on Instagram. <laughs> And I, I managed to break that about three hours before the, the official channels. Um, yeah, it's just got to walk around with a hat that says "press" on the top. I try. 
<laughs> yeah as soon as you posted the address and we knew where it was going to be filmed i started texting chris i'm like man we got to fly up there let's fly up there let's do this and yeah we didn't, we didn't well we we can't go without purpose i i look at it That's this true. way let's just like seriously lobby deborah when we speak to yeah. her say come on come on come on <laughs> let us in when it goes in. to series let us in yeah, yeah. Listen, we'll worst do, case we'll do it goes to series and you have to deal with us for a couple of days so, yeah, um, but we'll yeah, hang I, out there for I a would few weeks, and then out. each of us will be a mirror image each week. <laughs> that would be awesome. <laughs> Life goals, right? Life goals. Yeah, that'd be funny if it was all four of us. He looked in the mirror, and it was all four of us. <laughs> He's four people. Oh my god. <laughs> yep. And they Matt was frozen. Yeah. yeah. All right. <laughs> all right. <laughs> okay, Matt. What do you hear? Yeah. So, should we start with? Because I've been trying to figure out the best way of going through this stuff. <laughs> Let's start with the stuff in the 80s. Because I think we, we okay. well, maybe, Albie, you don't, because I think you've been furthest away from all this. But I think most people know that the leap is into 1989, um, into mm. San Francisco. Good year. During an earthquake. Um, all of this. I, mean, I remember this that one. Yeah, it was it was apparently a big mm-hmm. one. And being a Brit, I was just when I read the script, I was like, "What's what's the meaning of a 1989 earthquake? It means nothing to me." But uh, mm. yeah, apparently it was quite newsworthy. Um, and that um, yeah that that was revealed uh, in yeah one of the location photos. There was uh, a, one of those film warnings um, stuck up around Vancouver. Uh, saying, yeah, we're going to be filming soon, and this is this is what we're going to be filming. So that that was that's all over the place anyway. Um, so if we start off talking about that, one thing that I'm going to share, which is not public knowledge, but I don't think is particularly spoiler worthy, um, the final day of filming we know uh, is in a, a pub in Vancouver, and that we know. Um, the thing I'll share now is that that's the that's the site of the leap in. He arrives in a pub. And that's where we're bar, rather. He arrives in a bar and mm-hmm. sees a bunch of eighties stuff and goes, Okay, all right. Seem familiar leaping in a bar that's, last I was just gonna say that. Is that the picture that's on your website of the bar? Yeah, so I, I just got a picture from a few years back of the inside of the bar. Um because okay. clearly interior filming, no one's been able to see anything. Um but that will be the the first shot of the episode. That's gonna. That's gonna be how it opens. It, uh, is it public knowledge, or do we know that if Bruce McGill is the bartender? <clears throat> there is no casting knowledge known about the bar scene, apart from the fact that Ben okay. is obviously there because he's leapt in. Right. This, this okay. is where every time you ask Just me a checking. question, I'm going to have to be thinking: Do I know this from the script? Or do I know this because it's right. public knowledge? So no, n- nothing's known about the passing. Okay, cool. Very cool. 1989. I remember that uh, earthquake. Uh, that was the first uh, like big major thing that happened where I, when I was self-aware and that I would watch like CNN for like five days straight to just keep up with it. Mm. You know, every every few years that happens. But uh, mm. I, I do remember that. That was a pretty bad one. So it, it's interesting that they went back to that. Yeah, I think it's going to be um, there's going to be a lot of opportunities for big effects, and it, this goes on to some of the stuff that we've seen um, because we almost all the photos and videos that we've seen, um, and we'll put a montage up now, I guess, just showing all this stuff. All the photos and videos that we've seen from the Vancouver locals have been 
1989 under um, the, the shock uh, and the, the after effects of an earthquake. Um, so, yeah, that's for sure. That's, that's the backing of it. We've seen a video. Um, I think that there's one of Ray running towards the camera and an explosion happening behind him. Um, there's there's another one of um, dual state and uh, an unknown woman who, even from the script, I'm not entirely sure who she is. Um, but there's one of, of dual state and this unknown actress uh, tending to some wounded. Um, dual state, we later found out, is Naomi. And uh, we know from the original leaks that uh, Naomi and the Lee P are a married couple about to get a divorce. So mm-hmm. Jewel is not going to end up, based on that, end up being a recurring regular character. She is part of the 1989 storyline. Well, if I know anything about ex-wives is they keep popping up. <laughs> so you never know. You never know. This is true. Every leap in the um, new thing, like, he keeps encountering this ex-wife from the first one. <laughs> it's, it's possible. Uh, well, you know, if she plays, like, a Donna role or something like that, where uh, maybe he leaps back into a time where he sees her and, you know, she doesn't hate him yet. This would be quite a lot to put into the pilot. I'm actually surprised that they're doing um, a big historical event because I thought maybe Mm. they'd do something smaller to establish it. But this sounds like a lot going on. Looks action packed from what we've seen. Yeah, I I think. um, And again, everyone that's been following along with this won't be that surprised because Face Wide Wheel have talked a bit about this. I wouldn't expect a lot of stuff about the historical event that that allows for some big scenery and big explosions and probably some CGI, but it's, it's a classic quantum leap Mm -hmm. human family led story, which you can tell that 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 initial leak was, well, it's about a couple that are about to get a divorce and Mm. yep, that's yeah. So it it is going to be quite, quite packed and pacey hour. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm hoping there's like, uh, just, just for the pilot's sake, if it doesn't go to series, I'm hoping that the ending of the pilot has like a sweet moment, like, a he changed history accidentally and something happened. So who knows? I, I know one of my favorite parts of quantum leap, the original series was the whole Al Beth thing. So something along that nature would be nice. Give me the feels. What else you hear, Matt? So, um, we've also, we've seen images, um, inside an eighties looking house. Um, that was the, the very first day of filming actually was, um, I think it was Brian Wimbrandt posted an image from inside his house with like smashed crockery on the floor. So, um, that mm-hmm. presumably is mm-hmm. just going to be an interior shot during the earthquake. Um, and we also know, uh, that there's been a teenage boy cast, um, as part of the, leap element not as part of the future element there's nothing out i having read the script i know who the character is but there's nothing out there about who this guy is uh we just know the actor and uh the character name talking about the uh the vancouver stuff the the exteriors there's clearly been a load of effort putting to make it look like the 80s there's like there's a an old star radio shack um there's loads of fashion little easter egg in the radio shack too yeah, the radio shack's got the little calculator hand link in the window. Um, so, <laughs> yeah, there's uh, there's a lot of cool stuff to look forward to in in the eighties, and that that is 
the majority of what we know because that's been all the location stuff everything that's set modern day has been done on set so that's uh that's a little bit less and it's uh slightly in the future right 2025 hmm well all right so yeah this is where i gotta be cautious so on qli i speculated it will be 2025 i've i've never re-edited that um I speculated that on the basis that the press release originally said it was 30 years after Sam leaped, which Canon has that as 1995, so it's about 2025. Whether or not that's actually the case or the press release was rounding, I will leave that to your imaginations. This is kind of tricky because I want to know what we know, but not what you know. Yeah, (laughs) that's that's, that's what I want to try and do is, is... Summarize, but I'll, I'll be honest with the stuff that I was guessing on on Quantum Leap Info, and there was stuff that I guessed on Quantum okay. Leap Info that I then read the script and I did not go back and correct. So I know there's a couple of bits of information on there that may be a bit off, but I can't correct it now. Without I like that it being though. Really it's, uh, leaving leaving a little mm. bit to the mystery because we don't know. Because yeah. if you took it off, yeah. then we know it's not right. exactly. Okay. Okay. Yeah, so I, I can't update it without confirming anything. So. Um, but yeah, it's uh, about half the script is set in, broadly speaking, the present day. Um, so there, there's loads mm-hmm. of project stuff, and all of that has done was done behind mm-hmm. closed doors before the location filming started. See, I'm glad. Um, I'm glad that's the stuff that's being mostly kept a mystery. You know? Yeah. Want to go in there we've blind? Seen, we've seen some. Um, some production photos of that. So we've seen a a modern looking apartment, but that's that's a modern looking apartment. We haven't even seen any of the actors in that. And we've seen a couple of shots. Uh, we, we we've seen a shot of one of the monitors um, showing Ernie Hudson and Mason Alexander Park stood next to each other um, with hmm. uh, Nan Lee uh, in the background. So Jen, our security officer. Actually, have we, we we haven't really spoken about the characters yet, have we? And Albie, you said you've come into this like you you like right. Yeah, start, I know so. the least out of all of us. I think about it just because I'm so busy, and I was surprised how much had come out. And when I started yeah. looking at your website, and I was like, I need to know this stuff because I I should. So know. We, I don't know. It. We can probably talk about that then, because that in terms of the present day stuff, that's most of what we know. We don't know that much about what's actually going on at the project or any of the plot line or any of the fashions or anything. Um, but we have we have Raymond Lee playing the Lee P, uh, Ben Siong, um, which was originally Ben Prasad, um, and that it, it was Ben Prasad at the point that the um, the script that I've got was written. Uh, we have the hologram Addison, uh, played by Caitlin Bassett, who has no IMDb profile to speak of. She's she's a newcomer, and she's wow. playing the, the hologram. Uh, Mason Alexander Park, who is a uh, non-binary actor, and they're going to be playing a non-binary character called Ian Wright, who appears to be the kind of gushy-type replacement, maybe. Um, mm. And then Ernie Hudson. Ernie flipping Hudson as uh, mm. Magic Williams. Um, and I was just watching Leap Home Part 2 the other day, so it's kind of kind of cool thing um, that that character's going to be brought back. I think Christopher had a hand in uh, casting Ernie Hudson there. <laughs> it was it was a lucky fan cast. Yeah, it's so it's a weird sort of the disconnect that's going on here because um, this being the YouTube channel, 
obviously we may be different audiences, maybe a little bit of overlap between the podcast, but we've already done like a full podcast about um, both the, the announcements of the characters. And then when they announced the casting of the characters and when they announced the characters and they described magic, I called, I said, Ernie Hudson would be great for the role. And um, what a week later, or a couple of weeks later, they were announcing all the casting, and sure enough, Ernie Hudson was cast as Magic. I was like, "Oh my god, uh, lucky yeah. guess." Well, but you know they sense. listen because they're a big fan of Matt's. <laughs> everybody's a big fan of Matt's. <laughs> yeah. yeah. As soon as Chris said it, I was like, "I'm obsessed with this idea. What a great casting choice!" That had never happened. When they announced it, it was like. <laughs> I'm so glad for that. Um, I'm kind of glad that um, most of the people uh, that are on there and that we know have been cast. Uh, I don't really know them that well. Mm. I will say, because um, because I just like to discover new people, you know. But I, I will say, I watched uh, Kevin can f himself uh, with Raymond Lee. That's one of his biggest projects mm. that he's done, and uh, he was really great in that. So that really, mm. I felt encouraged after watching that. Like I think he's going to be really good in this. Yeah, and I have experience seeing um, Mason in the live-action Cowboy Bebop that was on Netflix, mm -hmm. and they were terrific in it, and uh, mm -hmm. one of the best parts of the show. So uh, I'm looking forward to seeing um, them interact with Ernie Hudson uh, because mm -hmm. two terrific actors uh, set at the project, and uh, I think it's it's going to be a, a cool dynamic. I think I'm most excited about two of the characters, uh, the non-binary character. Sorry, I don't know the names of either yet. I'm new. Um, Ian. Uh, I think Quantum Leap, Ian, thank you. If they, uh, if they are as good at writing and uh, have as much conscience as the original show did, I think this is the perfect uh, show to, to show a non-binary character. So I, I think it'll be handled very well, and I'm looking forward to that. And also, of course, Jewel, because I'm a big Bronco. So hopefully Naomi comes back. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, the, the pilot script, and I, I think this is a good thing, um, it doesn't doesn't really delve into any of the, the topics about the non-binary character. So to what Alison was saying earlier on, there's a lot crammed into an hour. They don't immediately try and pu start pulling on all of those threads that they could do. There's, there's some. It will be great to get yeah. into that stuff, but I think they're saving that until a later point. Well, that's part of handling it well, too, is just not mentioning it, you know? Yeah. Kind of. Yeah, yeah. It just it's, is. It's not it's a just, big deal. It, it just is. It's normal. Yeah, like, it doesn't a, have to... variation of people we are. Yeah, as long as, like, you know, like, um, it, some shows tend to do that, where they bring in, like, non-binary or trans or anyone who deviates from the the norm, um, mm -hmm. and then that makes... It, they make it that their entire personality, and it kind of does right. the opposite yeah. of what the intent should be. Mm -hmm. uh, mm -hmm. Not that yeah. it shouldn't be acknowledged, but just, you know... They are a person. Right. Yeah, exactly. So uh, that's why I'm hopeful and looking forward to that part. And you have to remember, I mean, um, Albie and I experienced this maybe more than uh, Matt and Allison did because TV was a little bit more progressive when you were younger. But when we were kids, if something like this was going to be explored, it was explored once in a very special episode that was all about mm -hmm. this thing. Yeah. And then it was never mentioned again. You know, yes. and, sure. and that was yeah. that. This week, this week on different strokes, uh, Willis <laughs> meets a transgender person, mm -hmm. and um, 
you know, oh, we all have to know. understand I mean, transgender, transgender people. representation. Okay. Like, um, I've I've yeah. only ever seen it in older stuff. Like, it's usually very negative. Like, I I don't I don't mm-hmm. remember seeing very special episodes about trans people, especially um, non-binary. Oh no, I mean there there weren't there weren't there weren't yeah. no. No, there weren't. I was just using that as an example. But that I mean, that's just sort of next that, gen, maybe. That was the model of <laughs> yeah. TV at the time that, mm-hmm. that we were up in, you know. And I think mm-hmm. that we're still struggling to get over that mindset where you have to spotlight something. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Instead of just letting it be an organic part of the world as it actually is. I think part of that was um, because if they handled any subject like that back then, it would be in that one episode because, you know, half the country in the South wouldn't air that one episode. Mm-hmm. But if they put it in the whole series, then they couldn't sell it in the syndication. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that might have been part yep. of it. If any Allison? show is going to get into uh, any of this kind of stuff, uh, Quantum Leap is the one to do it because that's that's mm-hmm. what the show's about. About walking a mm. mile in others, someone else's shoes, understanding people, loving people, making things mm. right. Um, anyone who thinks that like, oh, this is too woke, they shouldn't be a thing, or this is too political, <laughs> or whatever. It's like that's what Quantum Leap is. Sorry, bud, yeah. that's what it is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, yeah, this, this new show's got a lot of opportunities to do that, and it's yeah, it's it's good that hopefully they'll be exploring this stuff in a yeah quite an organic way. Um, yeah, there's in terms of the casting, there's another two um, that we haven't touched on. So we've got Nanrissa Lee playing Jen, who is our uh, head of security at Project Quantum Leap, who is quirky. And then there's uh, also the casting sheet mentioned a mystery woman called Janice. Um, we don't know who's playing Janice yet. The casting for that's not announced. Um, uh, Janice is known to be a white woman in her 40s. So she's definitely not the mystery black woman seen on location. Um, and yeah, out, outside the script, we don't know anything. The mystery black woman is Verbena Beeks Jr. <gasps> oh, that'd be cool. <laughs> she has no lights. I, I don't know who this lady is, but like I saw the pictures and she's just like, she, she noticed someone filming and was just like, hey. <laughs> so I was like, ah, that's nice. Sweet. <laughs> yeah. When I first read the uh, casting call for the show, I had uh, very much the vibes of uh, Timeless, that other Quantum Leap esque show, like Team Quantum Leap. If you remember Timeless, can you give me the premise of that show? I, I don't. Timeless. Think I ever it saw was it. Uh, Team Quantum Leap. Basically, four people were, but instead of leaping like, however, Sam leapt. We still don't know. Uh, but they were going around in like a uh, sphere that was uh, like uh, seven days time travel right. sphere. And they would just go back in time and do things. But as themselves. Things. Yes, they, they weren't in other people. But it was, it was very similar, uh, but in a good way. Okay, like, if you like, haven't seen Timeless, I highly recommend it. It, it, it had a resolved ending, which is nice. <laughs> Matt Dale, uh, what, what else do we know? Well, this is the elephant in the room, isn't it? Um, Jay Schwartz, Scott Bakula's publicist, has said on his Facebook page that Scott is not involved. Now, is this the publicist trying to drum up some publicity by saying his client is not involved? We can only hope, um, if that is, we're hoping that Scott's involved. So, yeah, everyone's got their own take on I- that. 
I was personally messaging with uh, J J D Schwartz. Uh, I asked him flat out, and he do I have to go la, la, la. no? Oh, he said oh, flat out he, no. Well, okay. no, he said said the same thing as he said publicly. Is uh, Scott is not involved in the new quantum leap? So, uh, but part of me thinks uh, if he was part of it, they want to be a surprise. So yep. then they mm-hmm. would ask everybody not to say anything. So if he is or he isn't ever going to be involved in quantum leap, the answer would be he's not in quantum leap. So yeah. I guess we just don't know. Yeah. Well, yeah. I would think that a, uh, they could be trying to make it a surprise. Uh, B mm-hmm. uh, they wouldn't do it in this pilot and C um, they don't know if this is going to be picked up for series yet. It might be, mm-hmm. it gets picked up and then they start talking about, you know, whatever they want to do, like an end of season cliffhanger or some sort of mm-hmm. thing. I don't think it'll be like a huge series long involvement, but I do think that should this become a series that he'll be involved in some way, sometime down the line, especially cause he's, um, he, he just got, uh, uh, uh cast in a, a show on NBC Yes. So it would be pretty easy to kind of he's working with the same yeah. network, get involved uh, should they decide to do that later down the line. Yeah, they'll uh, they can schedule him better if if he is going to make a cameo or something. I feel mm-hmm. like I read um, when Scott was cast on that show that picking up that pilot was a condition of picking up the Quantum Leap pilot or something. Like they were somehow um, like a like a package deal. I could be remembering wrong, um, but I, I recall that's, that's when been that when that news came out. Yeah, and so yeah, it might have just been speculation on Variety's part or whatever. But, but I only what, read it what in would that trades. be like? Like I don't, I, I don't know. Why like, would that? Maybe be a I'll do a cameo uh, each season for your Quantum Leap show if you give me this other show or something. Uh, yeah, I don't know. He's, you he's dog on him. He's like, all right, his big dog Maculate. <laughs> You get me that ranch show. You get me that ranch show right now. I loved when that was announced. It was like, you know, hey, there's a ranch show with Scott Bakula. And then, like, all these responses, like, no, he needs to be in quantum leap. I hate this well, stupid ranch show. No. It's like, you don't know anything. You don't know anything. I, and I feel like the, the ranch show is just the, it's the network's um, stab at doing, like, its own version of Yellowstone is what it seems mm. like to me. So yeah. what, they're it, like, it, we can't get Sam Elliott, but we could get Scott Bakula. He looks like <laughs> Sam Elliott and they, he played his brother once. So <laughs> but you know was, when they sent that press release out, they must have just been like, oh, all the Quantum Leap fans are going to hate this. But click, send. <laughs> but that's not that's not surprising to me, like, because I knew he wasn't going to yeah. be a regular on the show, regardless yeah. of yeah. what involvement. I don't think there will never be any involvement, but they, they're not even picked up for series. It might be they haven't, like, contacted him because they don't know if they're even going to get anything beyond this pilot. I, I, I honestly cannot imagine that they don't go to series with this. I I, I feel like I the series so is already a, a fait accompli. Uh, maybe that's just fan hopes. But I, I can't imagine that they would be putting this much pilot around the, uh, this much fanfare around a pilot um, without longer term plans already already cemented. And there's a what a five million dollar budget for this pilot, so I think yeah. they believe in the project. So. I think it'll be picked up, and I hope that it does well. Like, because there's a lot of remakes mm. of shows that like I I'd never heard of, or it's suddenly five mm. seasons, and I'm like, what? This has been going on, and like, yeah. I hope that with this, like, people are paying attention because I want it to do well, and, and I want to like yeah. it. So, 
Hopefully. Well, wasn't wasn't the other news that they were going to do um, what they did with Discovery and premiere it on both NBC and on Peacock, and then that the series mm. itself would be a Peacock original exclusive. Mm. So it's oh. another way for them to drive eyes to their IP, to their streaming platform. So, again, I can't imagine that if they're planning on airing the pilot on NBC proper, that they're not going to follow it up with a series on Peacock, like see season two right now on Peacock. Go, go water Peacock, go. I, I, I already subscribed we're, we're, we're to We're getting 10 episodes. Yeah, we, so, we subscribe to I'm it excited. as well. So uh, yeah, I, look I, I just every, do that so I can watch Murder, She Wrote. I, I did it so that Laura could watch Below Decks. But uh, mm-hmm. we every week I look on it to Is see if Quantum Leap has been Paramount added. Plus? Peacock. Peacock. Lower Decks? Peacock? No, below below decks. Lower decks is Star Trek. That's Paramount. Oh, Clark. I see. Below decks, I was below decks is the boat show. <laughs> I boat see. Show. It's okay. So it's I like often called below decks, lower decks. Yeah, <laughs> I'll watch it. Is there a dolphin? Uh, when I first heard uh, New Orleans was over, what NCIS New Orleans, and mm, then there was yeah. talk about him coming back to Star Trek, and then we heard about the Quantum Leap uh, requel. I was like, okay, well, the you know, the, the world has to give me either Captain Archer or Sam Beckett because now he's not tied down to a series. So when they announced that Western, I was just so sad. I was like, I'll watch it, but it's not what I wanted. Right? Everyone watch wants it. a piece of him, and he's like, I want a piece of this ranch, this land out <laughs> here. <laughs> I'll have to learn to like westerns. Hopefully, it's yeah. a time travel western. It, yeah, it I don't know. Be fine, do, yeah, do what you want. To yeah, do, it might though. be fun. Take you the might... take the job that you want to take. Yeah, isn't that isn't that nice for him? Good for Scott Bakula. Everyone's like, yeah. everyone's like, give, give me a piece of that Bakula, and he's just like, yeah. yeah. But I mean, that much. How much actual chatter has there been in the Trek circles about reviving Archer as a character in some way, in some fashion? I don't think there's anything but fan hope on that, just because <laughs> Scott be is now free. They, I, I would love it if they did more of that. I got mixed feelings on Enterprise, but if they did, like, a really good reboot of Enterprise, or, like, yeah, with his character mm-hmm. or whatever, it'd be great. Yeah. yeah, I would love to see Archer again. So Somehow. Somewhere. Somehow. Somewhere. On a horse, even. Someday. North Star. I'll watch North Star. Before I watch his new Western series. <laughs> North Star was a really good episode. <laughs> it was. I liked it. Yeah, it was good. Um, Matt, what else What else is out there that uh, we can know? I think that the only other thing that is floating around, and I, I don't want to end on a, on a downer about something so finickety. I wish I'd mentioned this earlier. But the um, the, the original series Gummy Bear... Uh, Handlink is is apparently floating around production, and there's some implication that it might appear on screen, but it's not the screen used original Handlink. It's the stand-in Handlink that's like mostly yellow and blue. Um, there's a couple of photos of it kicking around, and it, it's cool that they've got an original 1990s Handlink, but it it doesn't look anything like this. It's it's all it's all yellow. Mm. So. Uh. Yeah, I, I wonder the why they thing. didn't. <laughs> why they didn't go to the replica props people and get this? I, I don't know. Yeah, maybe well, they just yeah. didn't know. It is a hard thing to track down. Maybe they just couldn't find an original prop, yeah. but the people on the Goldbergs did. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But they, they, they went to the, the replica. Yeah, right. yeah, and yeah. yeah. And Myra ordered it right from them. I mean, the, all we know I got is... two of them. I could have lent them one. <laughs> 
there's a there's a photo <laughs> of one of the producers. There's a photo of one of the producers holding the hand link, and there's another photo that they posted of a desk with the hand link on it, and they kind of that's the one that I saw. Might be a character's desk rather than the producer's desk. Mm-hmm. So if it's the character's desk, it seems like yeah, a that, character that thing. Gonna, yeah. So the hand link's going to appear on screen, but it, it's sort of the wrong hand link. But that's like the, mm. the worst thing I've heard about the whole production, and that really is not that bad. Yeah, that's that's not so bad. Of all well, the, well, the whole yeah, no Scott Bakula thing, that's pretty. The no Scott Bakula thing, that's pretty bad. I, I can't imagine I live in a world that has yeah a quantum leap reboot and Scott's not involved somehow. It just doesn't make any sense. I, mean, it, I think that well, yeah. I don't know why they would bother like, like tying it. I, I don't know why they would bother tying it into the to the character if they weren't going to do anything with it. Like, exactly, they would just do a hard reboot if they didn't want to ever have any involvement. I think it's just the focus isn't going to be on Sam's character. So Encounter at Farpoint yeah. did not have William Shatner showing up in it at all, and that was absolutely fine. I mean, it had a, a badly made up. They, they just said uh, Forrest Kelly. The Forrest Kelly <laughs> <laughs> playing his father. You know what? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> this uh, this this new show. I'm already on my on my business with it. Like I'm already on my. Sh- I'm going to censor myself for Rennie here. But uh-huh. um, <laughs> so I was watching Kevin can can f himself, and then like <laughs> I was like. Look, listening for all the connections, like I was like Raymond Lee, his character's named Sam. And I was like, he's playing Sam. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's interesting. And then like the the main character of of Kevin Kneff himself, her name's Allison. Oh, and then wow. someone calls her Addison, <laughs> and I was like, Addison, <laughs> what's going on here? All the connections. Maybe this is all tying into the new quantum. <laughs> new Burger Theory. Wow. Yeah. New Burger Theory. There you yeah. go. Double burger Sally, theory. Maybe maybe explain that to the YouTube audience that doesn't know the burger theory from eight years ago in the premiere episode of Quantum <laughs> Podcast. <laughs> so I don't know if uh, anybody knows this about me, but I tend to obsess over Quantum Leap uh, in in general. And uh, I would when I was doing the uh, Quantum Leap podcast, the original series, uh, I would watch each episode of Quantum Leap probably eight to ten times, just so I had it in my brain, like uh, verbatim and. I, I would notice little things that in each episode of Quantum Leap, uh, there was like mention or showing something that is actually taking place in the next leap. And and the burger theory got its name from uh, the Ernst Burger Theory uh, test or whatever they made up. And, and Dr. Burger was in the uh, first episode of Quantum Leap Genesis. And then in the next episode, uh, what's it called? Starcrossed. Starcrossed. Star-crossed. That's it. Uh, they they obsess about a burger and how he orders a burger and how good the burger is and they talk about a burger. I was like, oh, burger in that and burger in that, and then something happened in Starcrossed that's actually uh, referenced in Starcrossed. I think it was the nuns and something else, and then the, in the next episode, and then it just kept going that I would notice that they would put something in the episode that takes place in the next episode, and it, it went on for quite a while. I don't know if uh, the connections went through the whole series because we only made it up to uh, rebel without a clue. We uh, we haven't been carrying that standard uh, right. nearly as well as we should. Occasionally, we, we reference have referenced it. it, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. There's but, definitely uh, been some connections. But there are some people that are big believers in it. But I just thought it was crazy. But it's it tends to work out. It's it's probably one of those dark side of them. Uh, <laughs> there are some people, things, you know. 
<laughs> it's it's you and the and that other person in your head. Oh, yeah. Really big believers. <laughs> <laughs> the, the five people in my head and Hayden. So you know, we all believe it. You guys, I have I'm never gonna, seen Hayden gonna... in real life. I think he might be in your head as well. Matt, do you know or have you heard when uh, we might be expecting the pilot episode to air on Peacock or NBC? The rumor is October. Um, I don't know how solid that rumor is, but um, I, I think it's next month that NBC is presenting its pilot lineup in New York. So that's that's when there's expected to be more solid details about when and if there's a series to follow and, and all that. But yeah, October seems to be... Uh, the rumor, which is only six months away. Yeah, <laughs> I think uh, some of Stephen Lillian's tweets seem to indicate the fall sometime yeah. is when potentially this is going to happen. All right. Well, that's, I'm excited that's normal for, that. for TV. Yeah. Well, so. that's all the time we have for today. Uh, I'd like to thank Christopher D. Philippus, Allison Pregler, and Matt Dale. Remember to look for Quantum Leap, the novel, where all uh, excellent books are sold. And uh, also, if you are a Patreon member of the Quantum Leap podcast at the book uh, book club member or higher, you get this fancy best best bookmark in the world. It's got a checklist of all the Quantum Leap novels on it. And, you obsess uh, over it. the burger theory. I obsess over that bookmark. I adore that bookmark. It's an amazing bookmark. It's <laughs> and, uh, check out Allison Pregler on YouTube. She's everywhere on there. She's awesome. And uh, also uh, go to quantumleapinfo.net to find out all the latest news from Matt Dale's website. And check out uh, Matt Dale's book, uh, Beyond the Mirror Image, The Observer's Guide to Quantum Leap. And we'll put a link down below. And, uh, yeah, thank you guys for joining me, and thank you for letting me know what's going on. I'm sure we'll be back when there's a uh, trailer drop or something, and uh, we'll tell you more we know. And, uh, Matt, thanks for not telling us too much. Pleasure, I think. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I don't envy you your position, before. sir. <laughs> <laughs> Are you sure? It's, it's a tightrope. <laughs> All right. So uh, for the Quantum Leap Podcast Special Edition, uh, I'm Albie. I'm Chris. I'm Allison. <laughs> and I'm Matt. Burger with onions. So, oh my God, how totally cool is it to hear Albie hosting again? Um, hey everyone, it's Chris again. Now, just to make this reboot roundup as complete as possible, here are a few more tidbits that we've gathered since recording this episode, mostly gleaned from our chat with Deborah. First, a cut of the pilot has been completed and submitted to NBC for review. If the new series is picked up, it may air on both NBC proper, the network itself, and Peacock. The series would also film in LA, not Canada. Deborah also strongly implied that she would be voicing Ziggy on the new show and that the new handlink is really cool. So there you have it. Reboot Roundup complete for now. If you want to weigh in on any of this, there are many 
many ways that you can contact us here on the Quantum Leap Podcast. You can reach us by phone at 707-847-6682. You can email us at quantumleappodcast at gmail.com. You can go and leave comments on the YouTube channel at youtube.com slash the Quantum Leap Podcast. You can find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash Quantum Leap Podcast. You can also hit us up on Twitter or Instagram at Quantum Leap Pod. And you can always go that extra mile and support us on Patreon at patreon.com slash Quantum Leap Podcast. Just remember that we may use your response on an upcoming episode of the Quantum Leap Podcast. And speaking of patrons, I'm giving a shout out to our new producer patron, Joshua Berwalt. His name will eventually appear in the closing credits as soon as I ask Zoe for an update. But Josh, welcome to the big time. And for everyone else listening, rest assured that we will keep bringing you these reboot update shows as new information becomes available. So on behalf of Albie, Allison, and Matt, thanks for listening. Thank you for joining us for this episode of the Quantum Leap podcast, hosted by Allison, Matt, and Chris, with voice talent and contributions from Hayden McQueenie and Zoe Dean. Visit us at quantumleappodcast.com. To support the show, please go to patreon.com slash quantumleappodcast. The executive producer of the Quantum Leap podcast is Albert Burge. Christopher DeFilippis and Hayden McQueenie are the co-executive producers. Morgan Felden, Charles Allen Gossard, and Ben Kirkham are the producers. The thoughts expressed on this podcast are those of the individual and do not necessarily represent those of the Quantum Leap podcast, its partners, or affiliates. The Quantum Leap universe and all it contains is the property of Belisarius Productions and Universal Television. The Quantum Leap podcast is not affiliated with Belisarius Productions or Universal Television, and no copyright infringement is intended. Please visit Baronspace.com for this and other amazing content. The Quantum Leap Podcast is a Baron Space production. Also joining me today is internet personality um, and the host of the Quantum Leap Podcast and the only, the owner of the only known, uh, I got to start that again. Okay. Also joining me today is internet personality, uh, host of the Quantum Leap uh, I'm waiting joining to find me. out which one of us you're talking about anyway. Okay. <laughs> You'll get there. I'll get there. <laughs> okay. Also joining me today is internet personality. Ew, man, this happens to me. I was fine before, right? Yeah, you were doing it perfectly. Okay. <laughs> Give me a piece of that bacula.